Welcome back to the Brand Mary podcast. I am Michelle Knight, and today I want to talk to you about authenticity online. Honestly, it feels like authenticity is fading really quickly. In the world of trends and AI and copy and paste templates, it almost feels like being our most authentic selves is actually incredibly difficult. I speak to entrepreneurs every single day who tell me that they deeply desire to build an authentic brand. But then the same narrative has them asking me for copy and paste templates, scripts that they can use so they can talk to their clients, or really quick fixes in their business. And while of course there is a time and a place for those things, it's also diminishing the trial and error that is necessary to find your authentic voice. Now, I blame a lot of this on the narrative that is happening on social media today. There is 5K in two days if you follow this exact four email formula, or 10K in a month with these exact social media prompts. It's all freaking foolproof, but it's not foolproof. And at the end of the day, you can't copy and paste your way to a brand that stands out online. Consumers want authenticity. So what do we do? Well, today I want to talk to you more about how you can start to find your authenticity online and share that with your audience. At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. I am so excited to have this conversation with you today. So excited, in fact, that I lost my voice this weekend and the show is still going on. So if this is your first time tuning in, I don't normally sound like this, but you know what? We're going with it in the name of authenticity. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing, this is gonna be a deep, passionate conversation because it is something that I am super passionate about. Through running my business, through the trial and error, through the experimentation, through writing copy that fell flat and absolutely sucked, through doing things that weren't in alignment and then realizing they weren't in alignment, I have really become who I am today. And I think that is the best gift that we can give ourselves as entrepreneurs and honestly, people people of this world, stepping into our authenticity. But it's becoming a lot easier to actually bypass all of that because of the narrative online. And I get it. You want to stand out. You know, you want to get followers. You want to get views. You want to make sales. I understand it. And when you start to see this narrative coming at you, like you're trying to dodge it, it almost feels like, you start to fall into the trap of believing that maybe that's actually the answer. Maybe me doing what I'm doing and testing this out and speaking my truth isn't getting my business any further. Maybe if I just hop on these trends and I do what so-and-so did and I use that song and I literally say what they said, I'll get the same number of views. But I've been saying this for years, even back, back, back in the day when I was doing Facebook group marketing, just because someone says one thing in a post and then you copy and paste that into another post, doesn't mean you're going to have the same reaction. Why? Because most likely, not always, but most likely, 
that original post was authentic to them. That's why it did well. It wasn't necessarily because of what they said. It was how they said it. And it was how it reflected them and their beliefs and their overall brand messaging. But the idea of authenticity or figuring out who you authentically are can feel really daunting. Here is the gift that entrepreneurship gives us, though. You never really know fully 100% who you are. It's an evolution. Life is an evolution. And so the whole point is figuring it out as you go, but making sure that you're fully owning those seasons of authenticity as you grow and develop. So it is 100% possible to still stand out online and to still build an authentic brand that people want to pay you for. It is possible, but you have got to commit to doing that. And you really have to put those blinders on and block out a lot of the noise that is coming at you that is telling you if you just do X, you will get Y. So today I want to talk a little bit more about some of the things that I have done over the years to really kind of, let's say, fine tune my authenticity and how I share that with my audience. Now, I'm going to talk about AI quite a bit in this episode because I think AI is really impacting how we show up and I think it's also, more importantly, impacting how consumers are making decisions because As people are becoming more and more aware of the power of AI, and they're starting to understand that someone could very easily put in a prompt, copy, paste, write a blog post, send an email, I think they're starting to become more and more aware that not everyone might be telling the truth or might be who they are representing online, which is why authentically understanding who you are and then showcasing that through your brand is going to become more and more important as these AI tools and the world of AI develops. So one of the ways that I think using AI can be incredibly fun and something I saw online was that you can type in your name or your brand and you can ask it to tell you about yourself. Now, of course, this isn't going to work for everyone if you don't have an online presence yet, you don't have, you know, maybe you haven't been in business that long, you might not get a lot back. But I just want to share with you why this is incredibly important. So I recently did this and I was absolutely blown away at the response that specifically ChatGPT gave back to me. And the reason I was completely blown away is because it felt so true. And what they were saying to me was not things that I had just published online that they copied and pasted. It were things that other people had said about me online, interviews that I had done, the overall just feel of my brand. And it made me realize that showing up as myself online is so incredibly important because it truly impacts the way others see, perceive, and more importantly, talk about your brand. And I want, I don't know about you, But I want what people say about my brand to be in alignment with what my brand truly is. And I really believe in living by those values and by my mission and by the content that I put out into the world. And I really want you to get to that same spot so that 
a year down the line, you go ask ChatGPT a little bit more about so-and-so behind so-and-so's brand, and you are completely amazed that this is what people actually believe about your brand, and that all that work that you did was really for something. So how do we get there, right? It's a process. This entire episode is not going to solve all of your problems or answer all of your questions, but it is going to get you started. So the very first thing, and I know it might feel kind of heavy, but you've got to know who the heck you are. Now, again, you don't have to know who the heck you are, like top to bottom, side to side, like every single aspect and live by that until the day that you die. This is an evolution. But who are you now? What has led you to this moment? What do you believe? What do you stand for? What do you stand against? These are actually really important factors when it comes to building a brand and a business. We talk a lot about values, and there was a surge of seeing everyone publicly just declare their values on their website and on social media back in 2020, and for good reason. However, it fizzled down, and we started to see less and less people actually demonstrating those values. This isn't about just saying, I believe in this, I value this. It's showing us through your actions, through your copy, through your marketing, that those are values that you hold true. And again, those can shift, those can change. Maybe you only know two right now because you've never actually asked yourself this question. That is a-okay. It's okay to start with what you have in this moment. But you really need to understand who you are at your core. Why are you doing what you're doing? And inside of episode 14, I do talk a little bit more about authenticity and your authentic voice online if you want to dive a little bit more into that and the concept of values. But it's important when you are putting your work out into the world that you are standing for something. And through that process, you are going to stand against things as well. This is all part of really great messaging something that I'm going to be talking about more and more in my upcoming challenge that is kicking off on September 18th. If you want details about that, you can head to brandmary.com challenge, and it'll get you all the details to get signed up for free. But we want people to be so attracted to our brand. And through the process of being specific with our messaging, we're also going to repel people. And that is okay. And I know for some of you, that's going to take a little while to get used to and let it sit with you. Sometimes when I say something that's controversial within our industry, I also get like a little queasy feeling and I'm like, am I really going to share this? Am I really going to post it? But I'll tell you what, it's always the most engaging content and it's always the content that I get fantastic, really worthwhile responses from. And that's what I'm all about, that deep connection. So in order to really authentically stand out online, you have to understand who you are, your values, what you stand for, what you stand against, so that you can then carry those into the marketing, the copy, all of those different things that you do. You know, sometimes it feels really easy to just go out and hire a copywriter. I talk to clients all the time that are like, I suck at writing copy. And I'm like, okay, you don't. We just need to keep practicing and experimenting so you can find your rhythm. But in the beginning, it really can feel that way. And you can almost tell yourself that like, if I just go hire this copywriter, they'll solve all of my problems. Now, an amazing copywriter 
one that's really great and worth every freaking penny because they are, will ask you these things about yourself. Who are you? What are your brand values? What do you stand for? Who is your ideal customer? All of these different things. Because then and only then can they create really great copy for you. Now, that's not really possible with all of these AI tools. There is a way to do that. Yes, you can feed it information, but trust me, I've played with it and it never gives me back something that I would actually say myself. So even if you were to run out and hire a copywriter and spend the money on that, you still have to know these things. There is no easy fix or way to skip them. So starting with what you have and asking yourself these questions, sitting down, having a brainstorm session so that you can feel really grounded in how you're showing up online. This is the very base groundwork that we set inside of my program, Roadmap to Freedom. It is the foundation of everything that I teach with branding because it impacts everything else that you do in your business. The second way that you find your authentic voice, your authenticity is through experimentation. It's through testing things. It's through putting things out there and seeing how your audience responds, writing things and seeing how they feel within your body. Do you really believe that? Does that feel exciting? Does that feel like something you would absolutely never say, but so-and-so said it, so you thought it might work? We have to experiment. This allows us to figure out what feels right and what doesn't feel right. I always do the body test. When I'm writing emails, which I do frequently, I write Sunday letters, which are really storytelling letters that I send to my audience. Insider letters to me, what I'm thinking, my life, and how it impacts them as well. And when I'm writing these letters, sometimes I'll write stuff and I'm like, no, I don't want to say that. That doesn't make any sense for me to say that. And sometimes I'll write stuff and I'm like, oh, yes, that is awesome, right? That's the feeling that we want. We want that alignment. And experimenting can be so incredibly fun. Really, if you just look at it as more of a game, it can be really fun to put content out there, to try different topics, to say things in a different way, and just see what really works for you and what doesn't work for you. Because that is how you really find your voice. People ask me all the time, like, how can I write an email in 10 minutes? Even those Sunday letters, which are like heartfelt, Deep emails typically take me 10 to 15 minutes to write. It's because I've been doing this for a while. I know how to do it. I know what Michelle says and I know how she says it. And so it makes it really easy to create my content. So experimentation, I really believe, can be one of the best ways to figure out who you are and how you want to show up online. The third tip I have for you for finding your authenticity is something that someone told me back in 2018, and I'm so incredibly grateful for it. They told me to start consuming outside of my industry. Now, prior to 2018, and I'll be honest, I still slip up from time to time, I was following everybody else who did what I did. You know, like mostly branding people, definitely all coaching, consulting, strategist, and I started to also recognize that like they all kind of sounded the same. Everybody sounded the same. And I was starting to sound the same. And I was feeling really disconnected from my messaging because although I wanted to show up and be authentic, I think there was this weird filter in place that 
also made me want to sound like the people I deemed successful at the time. And someone told me that I should stop following all of those people and I should start following businesses outside of my industry to see what they were doing and what they were talking about. And my gosh, it was absolutely amazing what happened within 90 days. First off, I could tell my comparisonitis really simmered down. I got to put her away a lot, okay? It happens a lot over here. And I can spiral very, very quickly. Even though I know who I am, I am very influenced by others as well. And so I started to block out all of that noise. That was number one. I could tell that I just felt better. Number two was that I started to look at what these other brands and businesses were doing from a marketing and branding perspective. And it was so different than anything else I was seeing within our industry that it gave me ideas. It was like every single thing that I saw, I was like, oh my gosh, I could apply that in this way. Or that made me think of this. There was not this feeling of competition or there was not this feeling of needing to like stand out in the same way that they were standing out because we had different clients. And so it really inspired me to start switching up my marketing. It's how I fell into SEO, y'all, which is something that I now teach and am very, very great at and drives most of the sales in my business. It's how I fell into Pinterest. People weren't really doing that in the coaching consulting space at the time, but other brands and businesses were. And so if you ever do feel like you are stuck in a rut and you need some inspiration, because sometimes you're just not feeling it internally, and that's okay. Sometimes we need it externally. And if walking outside in the grass and going for a hike isn't doing it for you, or going to a nice hotel isn't inspiring you, start to look at what you're consuming online. And can you switch it up? Because that can really help you find your own voice and help you start to identify the gaps that you're seeing that you can then apply to your own niche. So those were three very let's say simple ways to get started. I'm not gonna say they're easy, one and two, not easy at all. One, gonna take some time and it's ever evolving. Number two, experimenting. Not only is this going to help you with you understanding your authenticity and how you wanna show up, but it's also gonna make you a better marketer because the marketers that kill it in the game are not the ones that are following every single trend. They are the ones that are trying to find the gaps and fill them and they're doing that through experimentation. But now, aside from that, how do we actually show up? How do we showcase our authenticity? Because I still want you to work efficiently. I still want you to utilize these tools that are available at your fingertips, like ChatGPT, in certain aspects of your business to help save you time and energy. But we got to step it up. We've got to infuse more, infuse more of that authenticity into the mix in order for that to be true for us and in order for us to actually stand out online. Because asking ChatGPT for 35 you know, social media prompts on X topic, I guarantee you is not gonna push out anything that's gonna have your audience going, oh my gosh, I need to follow this person. I really resonate with that. But these tips will. So let's talk about them. Number one, storytelling. Okay, this is twofold. And this is why I love storytelling. This is why I talk about storytelling all the time. This is why I teach storytelling in every single thing that I do. Because storytelling not only allows you to A, connect to who you are, your authentic story, helping you step into that authenticity you so, much, you so crave, 
but B, it also helps you stand out and connect with your audience. So let's do a hypothetical here. Now, while I never suggest you use ChatGPT to write your copy, we are going to use an extreme situation here to show you an example. Okay, let's say that you are hosting an upcoming event and you go to ChatGPT and you type in who you are, a little bit of information about your ideal customer, the problems that you solve and their desires. Yes, all of that information is crucial, by the way. And you ask it to help you write a social media post or an email to promote your challenge. It's gonna give you some information. It's gonna be okay, mediocre at best. You wanna look at that copy and you want to read it and edit. And then you want to infuse storytelling because this is, the, this is where you level up. This is where you build that authenticity. This is where you build that connection. This is where you differentiate yourself from others in your industry because no two people have the exact same story. And the more that you share your stories and the more that you share just storytelling in general, whether it's your personal stories, stories about a product or a service that you've created, stories about a client, you're starting to let your audience know that you are a real person. You are starting to build that trust and that connection. And storytelling in and of itself can stand alone. Now, the example that I gave you is that you're promoting a challenge, right? Or you're promoting an event of some kind. And you're going to weave story into that. But your stories, your client stories can also stand on their own as amazing content. In fact, when I tell stories, they're some of my best content. They're some of my most engaged with content. Recently, I shared a post on social media where I shared my progress, my fitness journey. It's been a seven-year journey, post-baby, and I finally hit my goal, and it was worth celebrating. And I shared a picture, and I also wrote a story about goals and what I've learned and my journey and why it's taken long and my experience with it and what this says about others and entrepreneurship. And it has been my most engaged with piece of content in almost two years. It reached thousands of people, and I got like 80 clicks through to my website from this one post about my fitness journey. And it was just a story. That's all that it was. It was just a story. The more that you integrate that into your content, into your copy, into your marketing, the more you're able to infuse your authenticity into everything that your brand stands for and creates. And it is incredibly powerful. The second way is via video. Now, I know you might be so sick of hearing about video marketing, but it's, it's where we're at, right? It's where we're at in terms of marketing. It's not going anywhere. And I want you to start to think about video in a completely different way. Video isn't just about going viral. It's not just about being seen. You can use video to build connection much faster than any other marketing strategy. And video is a way to tell stories a way to show behind the scenes. As people start to create more AI-generated video, which is happening, it's hard to tell what is real, what is not. So there's a reason why people love B-roll, behind-the-scenes video footage, because it shows people in their everyday life. People want to know the person behind the brand or the people behind the brand. This is what helps us make purchase decisions. 
And the more that you can showcase that, the more that you're building trust with your audience. It's also a fantastic way to let people into your world without having to vlog, right? Like, it's hard. I struggle with vlogging. I feel like I don't have time for that, right? (laughs) With vlogging, with recording a bunch of Instagram stories behind the scenes, you could very simply film yourself doing something that you're already doing and then put audio on it or text on it or a quote. And people are now getting a glimpse at you behind the scenes. It's such a beautiful way of storytelling. We cannot forget that storytelling isn't just opening a book and reading or reading a caption. We need to visually see these stories as well. And video marketing is a fantastic way to do that. If you're not already doing this with your brand, I highly suggest you get started. I guarantee you're going to find it's a lot easier than you think it is. And the third tip is to speak directly to your ideal customer. Just like no two people have the same story, no two people have the same ideal customer. Now, we, you and I, we might be marketing to someone with the same shared demographics. But those psychographics, the things that they believe and feel, think about as they're drifting off to sleep, the things that wake them up at 3 a.m., those are going to be different. Those are the things that you want to know. Deeply understanding your ideal customer and speaking directly to them is a game changer when it comes to authentically showing up online. Why? Because one, you're differentiating yourself from other people. You're speaking directly to your ideal customer rather than the masses. Two, your audience can feel that shit. They feel it. They know when they're being spoken to. It makes them feel seen. It makes them feel heard. It makes them feel understood. And that builds trust. And you are further standing in what you believe. You are further standing in your brand's truth. You are further declaring, this is who I can support. This is what I do. This is how I help you by being specific with those elements. Your ideal customer work isn't just a box that you check in the branding phase. It helps you stand out. It helps you write better copy. And people can tell the difference. Your audience can tell the difference when you have skipped over and just copied and pasted something else you saw online versus when you did the work. And that's the last thing that I want to say in this episode because honestly, the voice is going. You've got to put in the work. You've got to do the work. This doesn't have to be hard or drawn out or take years and years and years. It can be quick. But you've got to commit and you've got to do the work. And skipping over these steps of really understanding who you are and experimenting with your marketing and setting up that silly camera on a tripod and recording yourself in the kitchen so you can use B-roll to sharing your stories, creating story banks and doing your market research, that will all pay off. And as we go more and more into an AI world, It's going to be necessary. You know, I used to joke that like I fell into brand storytelling seven years ago and it completely saved my business. And honestly, it saved me. I love it. I love talking about it. 
and it helped me really understand who I am as a person. And I've used that same strategy to help hundreds of entrepreneurs do the exact same thing with their branding and their business and their marketing. And I used to joke that like, hey, storytelling is great. Storytelling is great. And then it started to evolve. Storytelling is necessary. Storytelling is a must. And little did I know that we would be where we are today, where storytelling is a requirement. Showing up authentically online is a requirement if you are looking for longevity, which of course I hope you are. Because at Brand Mary, we believe in sustainability and longevity of our brands that stand the test of time. Because the market will go like this, things are gonna go like this, things are gonna go like this, right? But can we stand the test of time? Can we pivot? Can we share these stories? Can we make our audience feel something? Yes, we can. But we got to put in the work. All right. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. I hope that this was incredibly valuable for you. Please head over to Instagram and let me know. I'm at Michelle Knight Co. And also, I've got that free challenge coming up, kicking off on September 18th. It's going to be the Brand Messaging Breakthrough Challenge. I'm going to teach you how to craft these messages, how to confidently show up online, authentically sell your products and your services, and stand out in a world of AI. I hope that you will join me. You can head to brandmary.com challenge to get signed up, and I'll see you soon in another episode. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brand Mary podcast and congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode, and I'll talk to you then reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not only are are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people? You're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.